Wife Material Podcast. Don't wait until you're 30 to be a wife. Um, because one, you're supposed to decide to be a wife before the age of 18. Because while you're still young, right, while you're in your learning phase, which is your preteens and your teenage years, that's when you're learning stuff. That's when you're practicing stuff. That's where you make, you know, you learn from your mistakes, right? You try something, it doesn't work, you try it again, right? You try to make rice. It doesn't work, try again, right? You'd rather do that when you have the free time. You also want to do that when somebody else is paying for it, right? When, you're, when your parents are paying for, um, you know, for the ingredients to, you know, to learn how to cook. Uh, supplying you, you know, um, they're paying for the um, cleaning supplies. For example, I'm just, you know, cooking and cleaning are two, two things you should, you should learn to do, right? So it's important to do it when somebody else is paying for it. Alright, that's the thing about taking advantage of the fact that you live with your parents is the fact that that's the best time to learn a lot of stuff, um, you know, before you, you know, have to pay for it yourself, right? Before you have to learn it yourself. Think about, you know, when you you were young, you go to school, or you're probably still young, you go to school, you know, other people are paying for it, tax tax money is being paid for it, right? When you go to college, then you, you either get a loan to go to college or somebody else pays for it in case your parents pay for you to go to college. Or you pay for it yourself and you, you work a, you know, you work a job in order to pay, pay to get you through college. So at some point, you're going to have to pay for yourself, right? You're going to have to take care of yourself, do things for yourself. So while you have it for free, while you have other people paying for it, like your parents, taxpayer money, right? That's when you're supposed to be learning everything that you're going to need when you get older. Granted, we understand school can be boring. Certain classes can be boring. That's understandable. That's fair. Especially if you're not interested in those subjects. But here's the thing, though. They're just teaching you the basics. You're supposed to figure out what you want to do with your life. You know, right? What, What you would like to be, ideally. Like, if you want to be a wife... Then make that decision. Start learning how to be a wife, right? If you want to be a businesswoman, then learn how to be a businesswoman. If you want to be a makeup artist, learn how to be a makeup artist. The list goes on and on. This is something I do with, like, you know, you know, my younger brothers and sisters and and, and nephews and nieces. <clears throat> is pay attention to their what they like. You know, the stuff that the you know the stuff they play with. You know, if I notice one of my nephews, for example, is playing with like a toy fire truck and I see that he plays with a fire truck more than he plays with all his other um, you know cars that he might have a collection of then that might be a big indicator that he might want to be a firefighter when he gets older so then I'll encourage it right I'll introduce him to you know more information showing videos of being a firefighter on YouTube and stuff like that and just see if, if that piece is interest if he likes it and he on his own be on YouTube, for example, right? Looking at a whole bunch of videos about firefighting, fire trucks, and stuff like that. Hey, then there you go. That is his interest. If he pursues it, the whole idea is to is to expose, um, you know, children, right, to um, things that they might be interested in. So that's why, first and foremost, you pay attention to what they what they what they like, what they gravitate to. Right? If they gravitate to like a piano, right? Then 
They might be interested in pianos, right, and music. So show them stuff that has to do with music. You know, maybe even put them into like a music class or something. Get them some piano lessons or something like that. Just be willing to give them the opportunities to be able to try things. Try things of interest to them. Because it might literally be their future. It might be what they, you know, end up doing with their life. Which is why you should be trying to show them things, right? Show them, show them that there's so much... Out, so much stuff out there and you want to get them to learn stuff at a young age right you don't want to you know you want to make their life easier is what I'm trying to say so while they're young help them learn but this is about you know females in you know in their in their teens you know and in their 20s and that's another thing is in your 20s that's when you want to um Obviously, um, learn, I mean, not learn, uh, in your 20s is when you want to uh, spend time, you know, obviously looking for a husband, right? If you're, if you're choosing to be a wife. Even if you ultimately choose not to be a wife, you should still look for a husband. Look for, you know, a guy um, that has the potential, you know, to be a husband, right? Looking for the qualities in a husband that you're looking for. And vice versa. It's very important that you try to figure out what these types of guys that you like are interested in. You know, when it comes to a woman. Because that's more likely what they want as a wife. Whatever they like in a woman, whatever they're looking for, right? Whatever they're interested in, that's what more likely is going to be the wife. That's what they'll more likely want as a wife. As a woman that, you know, likes a lot of their interests. So if a guy likes video games and anime, for example, or stuff like that, or has some other hobbies, you also having interest in that same hobby is beneficial. You know, that, that gives you an advantage, especially when he has other females he could be interested in. You have a hobby that he also shares, and that makes you more, uh, that makes you stand out more. So that's an important thing, because remember, part of being a wife it's not just choosing to want to be a wife, it's being picked to be a wife and then being made into a wife. A guy has to choose you to be a wife. So you gotta give him a reason to choose you over any other options, over any other female. Right? It's not about luck, it's not about destiny, soulmate, all that extra stuff. That's wishful thinking, that's all that is. Logically, you want to be picked. Being a wife is is like you know, the idea of, like, you, you getting hired for a job. And you want the man that you're interested in to hire you for the position of his wife. For the, his, his you know, the love of his life. His soulmate, his life partner, whatever you want to call it. Right? The mother of his children, so forth and so forth. So, you know, his lover. So you want to make sure you qualify for him. Right? Of course, you're going to look for certain qualities in him that, you know, qualifies him for you another thing that i notice a lot that i see that's really annoying is that a lot of women tend to ignore a guy's potential ignore the fact that a guy could get in shape she'd rather just have a guy that's already in shape it's like but all the guy has to do is go to the gym and if you highly encourage that he goes to the gym you know in order in order for you to be his wife there's a high probability he's going to do it 
because he sees that like okay that's one of the the requirements for you to be my wife i gotta work out i gotta be in good shape all right nine out of ten times the guy's gonna do it so because i know some women will overlook a guy who's on the heavier side not realizing that yeah he's heavy because he doesn't work out or he's not as active um and he eats unhealthy you being interested in being you know you interested in being a wife uh you can fix that you can fix his poor eating habits by teaching him how to eat healthier cooking him healthier stuff that's why this skill of cooking is useful because you can use that to help him be healthier and it's a good idea that you already are healthy right that you eat healthy and you exercise so <clears throat> you can teach them the thing about you know being in a relationship is that y'all share stuff y'all share you know interests y'all share hobbies and stuff like that which is important to be open-minded to hobbies right so if he has a hobby you gotta be open-minded to either a at least respecting that he has a hobby and that's his hobby and respect it right don't use it as a problem in the relationship that he has a hobby right? respect that he has one it's better that you also like it as well so y'all can share the hobby together. Just like eating healthy, right? Exercising. These are good hobbies to have, right? Good habits to have that y'all should share. Um, you know, even, you know, other habits like cleaning to the house together, raising the children together. You know, the list goes on and on of all the things y'all could be doing together. And... <laughs> Somebody has to, has, to, has to initiate that idea. And, and, you know, you being, you know, wanting to be a wife, you definitely should be the one that initiates a lot of that, right? If you want a man in good shape, you make sure he eats good. You make sure he exercises, right? In and out the bedroom, if you know what I mean. So, you know, make sure he's active. Make sure he has things to do. You know, physical labor, lifting heavy objects. You know, expect them to lift heavy stuff. Why you handle a lot of the light work, a lot of the logistics, you know, that's where the cooking and cleaning stuff will come in handy. That's all the basic stuff. Because you don't have to actually cook, cook. You can use an air fryer. You can order Uber Eats, whatever. There's many options for obtaining food that doesn't require you to have to actually cook it, right? Or cook, right? You don't even have to cook everything from scratch. You can just reheat a whole bunch of stuff. It depends. Especially if you're eating healthy. It's going to be a large lot of fruits and vegetables, so it's going to be very little cooking. But if you want to, you know, you know, cook some stuff, bake some, bake some bread or something, some healthy bread or whatever, cakes and cookies, whatever, you know, that, that are healthy, obviously, then, hey, do your own. But most of y'all be eating, you know, fruits and vegetables because it's just much healthier. So, again, you won't be cooking as much, but you get my point. It's good to have the skill to cook if need be. Um... That's if you're going the healthy route. If you prefer the unhealthy route, to each their own. You want to be with a man that doesn't eat healthy, and you also don't want to eat healthy. Then you know, to each their own. But I recommend and encourage the healthy lifestyle. Um, and like I said, exercise. Exercise is good for both of y'all, for your health, for your longevity. Y'all want to live long, right? Exercise is one way to live longer, right? To live a nice, long, healthy. Healthy life. You're only getting older, not younger. 
and exercise is very good for you when you get older. When you're young, yeah, you could be lazy and not really work out because you're young, right? You have the advantage of youth. But the older you get, the more the more aches and pains you're gonna have, the more weaker the weaker you're gonna become. Right? So exercise to maintain strength to stay strong. Especially if you have kids and you gotta raise them, blah blah blah. You might wanna actually be physically strong. So that's why, you know, it's important to if you're going to be a wife that you try to do it as early as possible is it possible to be a wife after the age of uh, 30 for example yes of of course you know um because remember we're saying wife we're not saying wife wife and mother right we're saying just wife the mother thing that that's more of a time sensitive thing that's why i recommend it you know having the mindset of wanting to be a wife which can lead to motherhood and you might want to do that in your 20s as opposed to 30 plus because 30 plus could you be a wife yes but your options will be less because more likely you'll be looking for <clears throat> a husband who don't want kids therefore you know you you being you know a little too old for having kids reproducing right um, becomes less important but if the guy wants kids especially if a lot of a lot of the guys you want to be with that you want to choose from want kids then that's going to make it harder for you but when you're you know 30 plus if you're younger right then that makes it easier it's like you're young they want kids it works out you know what i mean another thing is if you do have kids you want to be young because one remember 18 years right so you got to add 18 years to your age whenever you know you consider the idea of having kids which is why you want a lot of your kids to be born a little bit back to back if you're gonna have multiple kids and you want to do it while you're young, while you're physically strong and physically capable of handling that type of um, workload, right? Would there be a possibility in the near future? See, we don't have that now, but in the near future, I'll say maybe 10 years from now, we might get to a point and make it where it's like, yeah, we're gonna, uh, a woman over 30 can have kids because we're gonna be doing the whole test tube baby thing. We're gonna, you know, technology, right? Science and but to a certain degree, that's gonna, that, you know, that could create an issue, but let's just focus on the idea that this will help alleviate um, the, the physical stress of you know, birth and pregnancy and stuff like that. If we can you know, have the baby outside of the body, right? So that way, you know, a woman in her 40s or 50s can, you know, can, have, can have kids and it not be a health problem, right? So that being an, an option, but obviously it would be better to go more natural, you know, uh, why not? What I'm what I'm saying is when you can do it while you're young, you know, do it, right? Because that's the best time anyway. Do it while you're young, right? When you're in your 20s. You definitely want, uh, the, the, also another thing when it comes to, uh, you know, looking for the husband, you want him to be in his, uh, in his you know, in his 30s, you know, early 30s, you know, early 40s, you know, that kind of range. Uh, because you want a guy to already have his his life together, already has achieved and amassed enough resources that he can take on another, per another person, you, right? And if you have kids or a kid, you can also provide for them. So you make sure that he's financially stable 
and capable of, hand, uh, of taking care of potentially two other people besides himself. Trying to get with a guy in the, that's in his 20s while you're in your 20s for the idea of marriage and, and whatnot. And kids, it's not the best uh, option because of the fact that he's not yet at his financial capabilities. Now, if he's young and has the capabilities to take care of wife and kids, hey, great. But that's rare, is what I'm pointing out. That that's rare. That the possibility, the probability of a of a guy in his twenties, you know, being financially capable of taking care of two other people, financially, for like eighteen plus years, is not likely. In in a guy in his twenties, right? He's still, you know, he's still going to be in his, you know, young young guy phase, right? His immature phase, however way you want to look at, it, right? He's an adult male, but he's not yet a man, right? That's important. Understanding, you know, that um, between the age of 18 and 20, that's when you learn to be an adult, right? That's when you're, you're, you got your two years trial run of learning how to be an adult. So, until you're 20, in my viewpoint, you're not yet adult. Even though at 18, you're legally an adult, right? 20 is when you're truly an adult because at least you have two years of being an adult before you turn 18, right? <coughs> Sorry. Before you turn 18, you were largely dependent on your parents, you know, so school, society, you know, doing a lot of things for you. So you were, you were very dependent. So once you hit 18, so between eight, between the age of 18 and 19, I mean, 19, 20, that's when you transition into adulthood. So that's when you're going to be learning how to be an adult, how to take care of yourself. You're gonna get that, you know, rude awakening that, you know, not that life ain't easy, life is hard and the list goes on because it was easy prior to that. Now it's gonna get harder. Right? Which means you're gonna make better decisions. Right? You don't have the you don't have the situation you had before where other people are making decisions for you. Now it's time for you to make your own decisions. And you're gonna need, you know, up to two years. To learn from your mistakes, learn learn how to be an adult, right? And that's just to learn how to be an adult. That has nothing to do with learning how to be a man or a woman. That's just learning how to be an adult within those two years. And when you're in your 20s, like I said, that's when you start learning about being a woman, learning about being a man, right? That's why guys in their 20s need to focus on improving themselves, you know, learning things, getting a lot of skills, building up their physical strength, because... They're going to need it for, like, a lot of manual labor if they end up doing, you know, manual labor work. You know, saving money, being responsible money, right? You know, get into that habit of budgeting and all those other factors. And start amassing resources, right? Start getting, you know, cars, houses, you know. Try to hopefully, you know, have, have some type of side business or something. Some way of generating money even without a job. So that way, you know, as a backup plan. Always have to have a backup plan. So even if he loses his job, he still has other ways of making money. So the idea is just to make sure that he he's self-sufficient, is what I'm trying to say. He needs to learn to be self-sufficient where, you know, regardless of what goes on in the world, he's able to adapt and survive. Right? He's able to, you know, maintain a life regardless of what's going on in the world. Because he had he prepared himself. He's he's ready, right? And he needs that that 10 year prep time, right? From 20 to 30, he needs that prep time to, you know, be a you know Superman, as it were, in this world. 
And then when you're with him, right, you want him to be experienced and knowledgeable and prepared and, and have built something, um, network, right? Met a whole bunch of people, made, made a whole bunch of friends that, you know, that way he knows somebody who knows somebody who knows somebody that can, that can help um, in whatever situations he might need help from, you know. So that's why it's a, that's why it's like not a good idea to try to get in, uh, married to a young guy, because he's still learning to be uh, a man, right? learning to be responsible, to be a leader, to be a provider, protector, and all that stuff. <clears throat> but um, for you, a lot of your education as a as a female, right, uh, definitely should be should have started at home where you had the ability to practice maintaining a house, right? Cleaning your room, you know, cleaning the house, like helping your mother out, you know, with house chores and stuff like that. So that way you can learn time management, learn how to you know, maintain a house, learn uh, hygiene, learn how to make, sanitize the house, make sure the house is, you know, healthy, right? Sanitized so that way no one's getting sick. When people do get sick, learn how to, you know, kind of quarantine, how to guarantee that, one person doesn't. One person who's sick doesn't make everybody in the house sick, and so forth and so forth. And learn about you know, you know, medicine, hospital, and home remedies, and the list goes on and on. There's a lot of valuable survival um, knowledge when it comes to just being a housewife. This is why I always respected, and always will respect, you know, mothers and you know, housewives because it's like back in the day they were like, yeah, it's a job. It's like yes, it is. It is a very important one. Especially in society, it's a very important job. But it's so weird that women nowadays, when they were like, oh, I want the option to either be a housewife or go to the workforce. Like, okay, yeah, a job is a job, right? <laughs> Choose which job you want to do. You want to do the job of a, of, of a housewife, a mother, right? No, a wife. Or you, you want to go out there and, you know, be, be a lawyer or something. All right, choose your destiny. But the problem is, you know, with feminism, it just made you think that there is that 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 every choice other than being a, a wife, a mother, is a better choice. It's implying that every other choice is better. It's like no, no, every every choice is good. They have their they have their you know ups and downs. They have their plus and minus, right? Their pros and cons, right? You just gotta weigh them out. You know, if you're not looking towards uh, spending your life with somebody else, you know, the rest of your life with somebody having kids and this answer, then yes, you should choose the career path, the boss, the boss babe path, right, as they call it. And you could choose that path because you're not going to be doing the other path, right? You're not gonna be, you're not gonna be a wife to somebody, right? You're not gonna be somebody's, you know, life, uh, love, you know, lover and whatnot. Somebody's mother and stuff like that, so it makes sense that you choose the other path. And you deal with, you know, how that path ends there is an end to every every choice right every path so depending on which path you choose you know you're choosing the outcome of your of your life right most females in the past even up to this point now who have chosen the path of you know um, independence ladies nowadays like to use the word independence but you're not really independent since you're part of society and you depend on society and you depend on your job and you depend on paying bills and this and that and you depend on yourself it's not really much independence but okay the point is is that you know 
the single life is the way I prefer to say it. You choosing the single life instead of the wife life. Fine. You choose the single life. Well, at the end of your life, you're more likely gonna be single. And if you're okay with that, then hey, I'm happy for you. But if that's not the outcome you want, you don't want to be single at the end of your life, you know, before your life ends. Uh, you might want to consider the other path, because the other path, at the end of that path, you're not single, you're not alone, right? Um, you have family and friends. You have a family you built. Remember, a family you created. You created something in the wife path. But if you go in the career path, okay, you you created some uh, like some some product or something that made the company you work for billions up. All right, cool great for you and the company but after you're no longer working that company do you have anything to show for that was that product really worth it at the end of your life just just think about it that's all i'm saying just think about the 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 outcome of your choices is all i'm saying the consequences you know the give and taste because the thing is guys have have had that choice for for many years Guys had to choose between being a husband or being a, uh, an eligible black bachelor or single bachelor. Guys chose between single life or being married. Right? So that's why it's weird that women, you know, act like they're the only ones who have to choose between being a wife or not being a wife. And it's like, no, guys had to choose between being a husband or not being a husband. And the guys who chose to be uh, not a husband. You know, they were alone at, at the end of their lives, more, more often than not. Um, but they chose that life, so hopefully they, they, hopefully their life was, you know, hopefully their life was worth it to be alone at the end of, at the end of it. Hopefully, you know, they didn't, you know, have a shitty life until that, until that, until the end of their life. So that's what you hope for, right? Um, so... That's why it's so weird, the idea of, like, women talking about, like, they have rights now, as if they never had rights before, but you always did. There was tons of women that weren't wives. Tons of women that weren't wives. There's a term for it. It's called cat lady. Most of these women that weren't wives ended up being cat ladies. They got cats, and they were alone. And all they had was their jobs, their apartments, Typically, it was an apartment, not a house. Right? A house is something you normally share with another person, a.k.a. a husband. So typically, they were single, so they had a single apartment with cats. That's who the roommates were, cats. That's why they're cat ladies. <coughs> um, instead of grandbabies. See, the wife route leads you to the end of your life. You're, you're a grandmother. With your grandkids, you know, enjoying your, you know, grandmother years, and then you die, right? That's the way you, that that route normally ends. So life is a lot like a video game. You know, you choose the you know the path. You choose how the the game is going to end, like how you know how you're going to progress to the game and how it's going to end. That's why it's important that guys you know level up. They need to be at a high level to you know be able to even have a wife to even be just even to date especially nowadays guys gotta you know have good incomes in order to just date just to spend time with a woman 
Like how crazy that is. Right? Just to spend time. And then the woman, the female can, you know, take take advantage of you. Just be like, oh, thanks for spending time with me and spending a lot of money on me. Oh, you spent twelve hundred? Oh that's nice. Last guy I was with spent spent three thousand on me. And what, y'all not dating or like what's going on? It's like and then she just leaves, you know, she just goes off. It's like, uh. Oh. So she's just going around wasting people's time and money. Oh. We have word we have a word for that type of woman. Right? That type of female. But anyway. The point is is that choose your destiny and you have to choose it sooner than later at a young age you got to decide what you want to be do you want to fully focus on you know the career path right the you know working till the day you die type um you know path or be in a relationship with somebody what's interesting is obviously i support the idea of the wife the wife route and for me, I always expected um, women who choose to be wise, right, to 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 still try to make money, right, through working from home. That's one of the things that I, I encourage. It's like you don't have to have a job and go to the job. You can work from home because we have all these conveniences, like you know, we got like I said, Uber, uh, air fryers, microwaves, dishwashers. Uh, uh, room bots that can vacuum for you like you can you can pay for a cleaning service pay for people to come in and just clean your house for you like we have so many of these conveniences so many of these options that being a housewife it's not as it's not as it's not the same type of work as it used to be because now you as a wife can automate it you can automate being a housewife you can have other people do the work for you of a housewife you don't have to do it yourself um, but it would be cheaper if you do it yourself that's the point I'm trying to make here is it'd be cheaper if you do a lot of the, the housework yourself but if you want to you know make the workload easier on yourself pay for it pay somebody to clean the house instead of you cleaning right buy equipment that makes it easier to clean the house so that way <coughs> you don't have to do it the hard way Right. Imagine you know making sure you have a self-cleaning uh, a shower, right? As an example, like a self-cleaning shower, self-cleaning oven or whatnot. <laughs> like you know making sure that every every piece of technology, every every thing you have in the house has a way of taking care of itself, so you don't have to take care of it. Being good at um, buying products that last long and have multiple options on it so it can make a lot of different um, things easier. That's why I keep mentioning the idea of like an f- air fryer or something like that because that's like a really popular uh, kitchen item that anyone can use. Men can use it too, right? <laughs> Kids can use it. So this is a very useful item that makes it makes the whole cooking thing easier. Makes it where like you don't really have to cook because since an air fryer makes, makes cooking easier, your kids can feed themselves, right? When they're old enough, obviously. When they're old enough, like, hey, kids, let me show you how to use the air fryer so when you're hungry, you can eat. Now, of course, we have specific times and, you know, where, you, where, you, you know, where you're allowed to where you're allowed to eat because I don't want you to just eat every 30 seconds, right? 
eat in a specific time, right? You know, structure, right? Your job is to, you know, to, to add structure in the home, you know, leadership, rules, and all that stuff, and also help enforce the rules. Your husband enforces the rules even more to the next level, if, if you get my drift, um, when need be. But if you do things, you know, well, don't need to go to the extremes to uh, resolve uh, issues. You can just, words would be more than enough in certain situations. But like I said, a lot of things can be made easier, and that's the thing. As a smart woman, an educated woman, you should be able to figure that stuff out, right? Be able to make life easier. That's the thing. You make life easier not only for yourself, but you make life easier for those around you, like your husband, like your kids. You make things easier for them, right? And of course, they'll appreciate that. And they definitely should appreciate that you're able to make life easy for them, you know, while they're home. Because life is already hard. It makes no sense for them, you know, to come home and then life is hard as well. Life should be easy. And that's part of your job as a wife is to make life easy for you and your family. Just like your husband's job is to make life easy for you for for you and his you know, and the kids, right? By providing, protecting and doing all this other stuff, you know, dealing with the outside world. Think about it, every time your husband leaves the house, it's like he's going into you know, think of it like a zombie apocalypse. He's going out there to get supplies. He's going out there to, you know, to do stuff, but he has to deal with the dangers of, you know, of the zombies, right? <laughs> the dangers that's out there. There's dangers out there. You know? You know every time I'm traveling to work, I, I, got, I take public transportation. I take the train and buses, right? I use public, I use public transportation for now. And I have to deal with certain types of people that you know I would prefer to avoid but you know it's, pu it's called public transportation for a reason so I can't avoid them they'll be there you know, so I just do my best to, to survive the, the trip and think about it I have to survive a trip a trip to work right just traveling to work is, is already dangerous enough and problematic you never know when the bus or the train might you know crash or something might be a terrorist attack or something, right? Or it could just be somebody that gets on the bus or train and shoots people, right? Anything is possible. Or just somebody's very, very sick and they, they contaminate and make everybody else on the bus or train sick. So I got a lot I got to deal with just through traveling. So every time I leave my house, I'm a lot, uh, I'm, not, I'm not safe. I'm in, I'm in danger. So I got I mean, I gotta be safe. Right? I gotta be, I gotta be strong and in good shape and health. I can't be, you know, having, you know, I got. I can't have trouble running, right? Running can save your life, so you gotta be good at running. That's where a treadmill comes into play. That's why exercising and eating healthy is, is a good idea. You know, I've been slimming down, which is good. I'm getting stronger, which is always good. And that's the way it should be. So. Once you decide at a young age that you want to be a wife, or at least you'll be interested in the possibility of being a wife, because you don't have to, you know, just because you choose to be a wife at a young age doesn't mean when you grow get old, you will be a wife. It's just the fact that at least you have that mindset that you would be a wife if, you know, the opportunity presented itself and 
you will prepare to for that. Just like if you're like, hmm, I want to be an astronaut when I get get older. Okay, well, while you're young, learn about space. Learn about being an astronaut. Learn about NASA, right? Learn about space shuttles, rocket science, whatever. Just you know, learn about that subject. Learn about that thing you might do when you get older. Is all I'm saying. Um, but a lot of people don't think about what they would do in the future and try to prepare for it. They just expect that in the future they'll be ready. Like in the future, whatever happens, happens, and they'll be ready for it. It's like, no, it doesn't work that way. You can literally go, go 10, 20 years doing nothing and then end up in a situation where it's like, well, damn, it's been 10, 20 years and the world has changed and it's now more complicated than it used to be. Life is harder now because I'm not prepared for all these changes, for all this differentness, right? And that's what happens when you don't prepare. You got to prepare for the future, right? Just like, I, I, you know, I see women, you know, having, you know, resistant against, resisting the idea, they're against, I'll just say, it. they're against the idea of being a wife, right, being married, because for a couple reasons. One, you know, the idea of being a slave, that's a ridiculous idea that's out there. Um, abuse, like, oh, once I get married, automatically I'm going to get abused. Like, that's not, that's not the agreement of marriage. That's not what marriage is about. It's not about getting abused. When a man becomes a husband, he doesn't automatically become an abuser. That's not how that works. If you marry an abuser, well, then you married an abuser. But men by default. Guys, by default, don't become abusers. Don't become violent because they're married, because they became a husband. That's not how that works. There's no transformation there. If he's an, if he's an abusive person, he just always was. If he's a toxic person, he just always was. And that also holds true for women. Women are, are not, not toxic in relationships. They're not always a victim they're abusers too, right? So the thing is, is making sure that A, you're not an abuser, right? You're not toxic, you're not an abusive person, right? You're not a violent person. And then B, choose a man who's the same, who's not abusive, right? Who's not toxic, who's not violent. Granted, he needs to be able to uh, to be violent when it's necessary, as in, you know, when, it, when, when somebody's life is in danger, he'll step up and, you know, handle business like a man, right? But he, you know, is resistant to use force, but he'll use it if necessary. It has to be, you know, a situation that calls for it. If he seems like the type of guy that likes to go around and just beat up and get into fights with a whole bunch of guys or people in general, it's like, oh, there's a high possibility he, he might be abusive. If he, if he gets into fights every other week, yeah, he's toxic. Yeah, he's abusive. Yeah, he might slap you up a bit, you might not want to be with a guy like that. You know, a guy who spends, you know, that you notice has a habit of avoiding um, confrontation, avoiding fights. You know, where you notice he he was in a situation which was many, which like let's say he was in a situation where it's like, oh man, this situation looks like, you know, my man's gonna fight, but then he doesn't. He holds back. He tries to either talk, you know, talk through the situation, or he just like walks away. And then later on, you notice that, like, he's a little angry about the situation. But you notice, you know, that he's 
controlling it, right? He's controlling his feelings, his emotions, right? And he's controlling the situation. Notice that, you know, the fact that he feels like he wanted to do something but didn't do something, that's him being, having control. That's the kind of guy you want, a guy who has control of those emotions, right? That when he feels like hurting somebody, he doesn't. He holds back. That's the kind of guy you want to be with. If you're, if you're with a guy that, you know, beats people up just because they said something he didn't like, yeah, he's abusive. Or there's a high probability he's very abusive. Just saying. Choose better, ladies. Choose better. Um, so once you do decide to get married, I mean to be a wife, right? And like I said already that, you know, you got to learn how to be a wife. You know, the sooner the better. Because these are skills you need to practice. These are things you need that need to be uh, part of your personality, right? Your second nature, right? Because these are skills, right? Being a wife is a is is a skill. It's a it's a job. It's a job type. It's a job that comes with a title, obviously. Which means it also comes with a responsibility. You know, you're responsible to um, represent your husband. Right in a positive way, just like he needs to represent you in a positive way. You need to represent your children in a positive way, and vice versa. Right? You're very responsible for how your the children's turn out um, socially. So you gotta be good. You know, socializing. You know, good with dealing with other people, and be able to teach your children to also do the same, so they can get along with other people. Because that's how society works. It's everybody getting along. Society doesn't work when everybody is an individual. Everybody has opinions and everybody is against, disagrees and are against each other. Look at the current state of the world right now. With everybody being opinionated and everybody being an individual, everybody, you know, looking, for, looking out for numero uno and ignoring everybody else, this is where we get a lot of the issues that we're having right now. It comes from that. It comes from selfishness. One of the one of the worst character traits a human can have is being selfish. The human race work does you know does better and survives for thousands and thousands of years when they're working together, not when they're at war with one another. Teamwork makes the dream work. That's part of being a ma- in a marriage, right, in a, or in a relationship at all, is the teamwork. What. You bring particular skills and you know and you know and resources to the relationship, and the person in your relationship does the same. They bring their their particular set of skills and resources, and then y'all share resources. Y'all share each other's uh, skills. Y'all share the workload, right? You use your skills to do what needs to be done, and he uses his skills to do what needs to be done, and you go from there. And that's how you. You know, you build stuff in general. You know, build a family, right? Uh, build a build a community, build a, a a nation, build a you know, build the world. It's through working together. But too many people out here with the mindset of individuality that, yeah, of course everybody's like, you know what? I'm gonna just go get a job, pay my own bills, travel this day and the third, make myself happy, and that's it. And I don't need nobody else. But if that was the best choice, if that produced the best outcome for the people who make that choice, 
then it would make sense that, you know, yeah, people make that choice a lot, and it's a very popular choice if that was the best route. But we've seen time and time again, we've been seeing it for many, many years now, that that choice, that route, is not the best route. It's a route. You can choose that path if you want, but we've, we've seen that that, that that path doesn't tend to lead anywhere um, doesn't lead to an ideal ending, an ideal outcome for most people, especially for uh, most females. Most females don't like the outcome of that, uh, that path, which is why I'm trying to remind ladies, or at least let some ladies know, um, who don't know that that, you know, that one that's part of, that's the outcome of that path of choosing, you know, uh, selfishness, the self-love, whatever you want to call it, independence, all that stuff, it, it comes with uh, a lot of, comes with a lot of cons as much as it comes with pros. The, you know, the wife uh, route or the relationship route, you know, symbiotic relationship route, that, that tends to have more pros than it has cons. It, it'll still have cons, it ain't, nothing's perfect, obviously, but it will have more pros than cons as opposed to being single being single will have more cons than pros right off the bat is lack of support is one of the cons that you automatically have being single because you're single aka one when you're in a relationship you're a couple that that multiplies your uh capabilities and your support because you literally have someone else to support you right somebody else to help you and vice versa so y'all help each other, which is better than you trying to you trying to do everything by yourself. So, so both sides, you know, have their pros and cons. It's up to you to decide which one you prefer. All right. I'm not telling you not to choose the single life. I'm just letting you know your options. I'm just letting you know what the single life is like. What what happens at the end of that single life, that path, and if you're if you like what it sounds like if you like what you're hearing then choose that path choose you choose you you do you right but if you prefer the other path you like the idea of you know retiring you know at a young age um, enjoying life you know achieving a lot of your life goals um, with the help of others you know the help of your husband and whatnot then you know their the wife route uh, path is a, is an option it's a route you can go I just say, you know, you want to choose and be prepared and start that path early, starting in your 20s, but it's not 100% too late to do it, you know, 30 plus. The only thing is, is that when you're 30 plus trying to start, you know, becoming a wife and stuff like that, you have to understand you're going to probably need an assistant. Uh, I'll, I'll word it that way. You're going to probably need an assistant. To help out with uh, things that you uh, too old to to do yourself, so you would need a younger assistant to help you out with those uh, requirements, right? Those tasks, the tasks you can't perform, is the task that the younger assistant uh, can perform. If you know, obviously you know. To each their own. I'm just suggesting a option, an idea of what. Of what you can do 
if you're 30 plus trying to be married, you might want to consider involving a assistant that's, you know, obviously of, that's in their 20s for, uh, you know, motherhood, for example. Um, it doesn't have to be a permanent thing. It could just be a surrogate. You can consider that. There's many options. You can adopt kids. I definitely uh, uh, support that idea. Uh, that's uh, one of the things I definitely um, support is that, you know, there's kids out there that need that need, that need guidance, need, need parents, right? Need adults to teach them to be adults. So that way when they're adults, they can, you know, function in society and, you know, be able to choose their path, right? Choose the life they want. So I definitely support, uh, you know, uh, you know, adopting. Um, what else? Um, you want to... I can't think of much else, you know, that's... You know, that's a lot of, well, obviously choosing to, you know, be a wife and then, you know, you, you, want, uh, you want to do it while you're young, uh, right, for the purpose of, of, of kids. But if you choose or you end up in the situation where you're past that, right, you're in your 30s you're in your, or your 40s, then, then, you, then you have to do things differently. So since you're doing things differently, that's where adopting could be an option. That's where, uh, you know, like I said, an assistant would be an option. That way you don't have to, you know, try to do everything yourself, right? Um, and you know, um, obviously, you know, making money is beneficial in that regards. Um, oh yeah, that reminds me of the thing I wanted to say earlier was, let's say you do, you know, the, you get married in your 20s, have kids and stuff, um, by the time you're close to your 40s, right, you know, your kids should be old enough that they can take care of themselves or they can, you know, they're, they're old enough to move out and stuff like that and be on their own, and then at, at that point, 40 plus, you know, after having kids and stuff, you can, you know, have a career. You can do the career thing. One of the problems I always see is that women want to do career thing when they're young. Because it seems so much fun and exciting. And, you know, they're trying to live their best life, you know. City girl life and all that stuff. And they try to do that while they're young. But we know that that, that doesn't last that long, right? And, you know, because, you know, you're, you're young for a short period of time and then you get old, right? So... So you're young and you're working, right? So you're spending a lot of your, your, your young years working, you know? And then when you get old, then it's like, damn, I don't want to work that much. I just want to, you know, have fun. I want to relax, essentially retire. But, you know, now you're at the point where it's like, well, if you had your kids, you know, if you, if you already had your kids, your husband, stuff like that, right? You already had that life in your 20s that once you get into your 30s and 40s then you can start doing the whole like you know traveling and you know just you know chilling and whatnot 
uh, you know, the whole retirement thing, because you'll have the, um, you know, you should have money. And that's why I was talking about working from home. It's like, just because you choose to be a wife doesn't mean you can't, you, no one's saying you can't make money. We're just saying that you should, you know, make money in a way that doesn't uh, prevent you from being able to be a wife, right? To be able to have kids and take care of kids. Because if you have a career, a job, and you get pregnant, for example, then you got to leave the job, you know, to handle the pregnancy. But if you work from home, you're already at work, right? You can you can still work, especially if your work is, you know, in the easy to do. Especially if you can automate your your job, your work, you know, through a, a, your phone or a computer or something like that. Or you can maybe hire somebody to come in to your house and, you know, do a lot of the work for you. Or you could hire, you could outsource work uh, the the workload to somebody. You know, give them a cut, you get a cut. And that's something you can do. It'd be harder to do that at a job. You can't go, you can't be at your job and be like, hey, um, I'm pregnant and I'm going to, you know, be gone for like a, nine months to a year. Um, and somebody else is going to come here and do the job for me. So uh, I'll see you in a year. And it's like, they're not going to agree to that. But if you work for at home or you work for yourself, like you have your own little home business, you have that control. You can be like, okay, I'm going to, get somebody else to do the work for me while I handle the pregnancy. See, that is smart. That is logical. That makes sense. This is what I expect women to, to, to do. I expected this for many, many years, way before COVID and Zoom and everybody trying to work from home. I've been had this idea, been expected women to do that. I definitely expect my wife to do that, you know, to, you know, be able to be able to work from home. That, that's if she wants. I'm not saying she has to work from home or make money and stuff. I could, you know, handle the money part. But if she wants to work, then that's that's a compromise. That's a way she can make money. She wants to work. All right, work from home. While I'm off doing what I'm doing, making money, you can be at home making money. Got no problem with that, right? But at the same time, it's like, you know, I do need somebody to help me out. Right when it comes to, you know, main, you know, to to maintaining a house, right? To be in a relationship with, if we have kids, to help me raise them, right? Of course, I'm gonna be part of the kid's life, which is also why I was like, you know, the idea of like being able to work from home, not just be something useful for my wife, but also something useful for me, because, you know, if my wife is pregnant, has kids and stuff like that, well, she gets pregnant in the first place, I don't want to spend most of my time at work waiting for, for her to call me, be like, oh my God, my water break, and then I have to leave work to go get, try to get to her, and then try to get her to the hospital, right? I don't want to go through all that extra, all those extra steps. I'd rather be home. It's like, while she's pregnant, I'll be home too. I'll work from home during her pregnancy, right? So that's, that's why, you know, the idea of work from home is a great solution for that idea. It's like, that's, that's, a, that's supposed to be the modern lifestyle. You're supposed to be, <laughs> working from home you shouldn't have to be out there you know in a big office building for example being in front of a computer we have laptops cell phones tablets smart tv you can you can stay home and and be on a computer you don't need to go somewhere to be on a computer that makes you know that makes no sense one that saves the company money by not having you guys you know having the, their employees in in a building together and stuff like that 
um, also reduces anybody anybody getting anybody who's sick getting everybody else sick. Those are factors. And the list goes on and on of the benefits of working from home. Plus the fact that you can work multiple jobs. You know. The fact that you can work multiple jobs, especially if you can multitask. Imagine having two laptops and and working at two jobs at the same time. Right. Just just typing away on one computer and doing tasks on another computer. So while you're waiting for the work over here to be to be finished in case you, you, you depending on your job you, you do one job on one computer and another job on another computer maybe do something else on your phone and now you're doing all of these different things to generate income all from home and if you need to you know step away from the devices and go spend time in your life go live your life you can right that's 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 the the modern lifestyle that people should be trying to strive for is, you know, more, more, live your life more, work less, work less, live more, right? Because we don't live to work. We work so we can live. Too many people forget that. They think that they exist literally to pay bills. They think they exist to, to buy things. They think they exist to have a job, a career, which is why it's, you know, ridiculous when you hear ladies out there talking about you know their career their career their career is like it's not your career it's not yours you didn't create it so it's not yours so stop saying it's your career it's not your career this is something somebody else is willing to pay you to do somebody's willing to pay you to spend hours and hours and hours doing what they want you to do and they pay you for that it's not your career Your time is not even your time, right? You talk about your life, your body, your choice, and all that stuff, but is it really yours when you're so busy giving it away to a, co- a company, a job, a career, as it were? You're giving all your time and your body to something that doesn't care about you as much as you do care about yourself or as much as a significant other, a, a husband or a man would care about you. But hey, to each their own. You choose your destiny. I'm just, I'm just stating facts. I'm just letting you know what's going on in the world, giving you some solutions to some problems. Hopefully, what I say is helpful to those who need it. Um, and that's the end of the podcast.